On this episode of Rogue Creators, we're talking about Space Jam. Actually, we're not. What are we talking about, Lauren? Pod fade. Pod fade. Like that fade away. Let's do it. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to Rogue Creators, presented by Go Rogue X. My name is Brian Fitton. And I'm Lauren Lewis. And this is the podcast dedicated to marketers and creators who are wanting to serve first and stand out from the crowd. Make sure that you subscribe every single week, YouTube, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to get all of the tools and resources you need to be the go-to name in your industry. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Rogue Creators. My name is Brian Fitton. I'm here with my awesome co-host, Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey. If you guys are watching on video on YouTube, as you should be, you should be subscribed there as well as subscribe to any of your podcast players. You will notice I'm not wearing my normal attire. It is pretty normal. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm doing this for our obsession question that we usually get to. But today we're going to be talking about pod fade. One of my favorite topics, right? It's a real thing. It's a real, it's an industry term and everybody needs to understand that and know that. I get so much grief around here for saying that all the time, but it is. So I'm so excited to talk about pod fade and what you need to do to avoid that if you're just starting a podcast. But before we get into that awesome content, we'd like to start off with something fun. What's that, Lauren? Each week, we like to start off with what are you obsessed with? So Brian, yeah, you're really ready. <laughs> I am. I came prepared. Tell us. Okay. Uh, so obviously, you know, Space Jam 2 or not Space Jam 2. It's a new legacy, I think is what it's called. Anyway. Yeah. So my kids are absolutely obsessed with it. I showed them Space Jam this last year without the intention of a new one coming out. And we watched it on DVD and it's pretty terrible quality, but that's okay because I wanted them to experience the nostalgia that I did, which again, Warner Brothers is totally feeding into it, into that, into the new movie. New movie was fine. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's whatever, <laughs> you know, they're both terrible movies, but Jordan is definitely the goat and at me seriously, if you think otherwise, but Anyway, yeah, so I came in my Toon Squad jersey that I got for like $3 at Walmart. Couldn't pass it up. My like $7 Toon Squad hat that I found at TJ Maxx. There's no way in the world I was going to spend any more than $10 on a complete <laughs> outfit that has anything to do with Looney Tunes. But that's my obsession. So I want to know. I really want to know what other people's thoughts are on the movie because yeah. Jacob and I actually had a full in-depth discussion this morning about it. I am pro the movie. Pro which movie? <laughs> pro both of them. They're both terrible movies but like they get the job done like they're for kids and they exactly. teach them lessons about being good dads and good kids and stuff so yeah you know uh, there know. it is and Dodge Cheadle by the way saved that entire second movie he's he he is by far the I mean he's an amazing actor and and showed it everybody else was pretty rough but anyway other than that it was really good so I, uh, I definitely want to hear your thoughts on Space Jam and or the new legacy whoa yeah. Why didn't you come in whatever you're obsessed with attire, Lauren? Um, well, thinking of what I actually am about to talk about would not be... Uh-oh. It'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> what are you obsessed with, Lauren? Well, and I have to explain this again. Sometimes I have to be really clear. I think obsessed is a little strong of a word. <laughs> oh, is it? No. Is it? <laughs> so I have been watching One Tree Hill. Okay. Now okay. let me explain why. I'm, One Tree Hill. Yeah. So obviously it's pretty old now, but going back and watching it, I've never watched it before. And The reason I'm obsessed with this is because I don't know what is going on with this show. It is the weirdest teen drama mixed with adult drama. There's 16 year olds getting married in high school. What? It's super weird. And so I keep going because it's just 
there's something fascinating about it. Oh, it's just something you have in the background while you're doing like, you know, I'm working at night or whatever. Is it what's on the background (laughs) (laughs) or is it fascinating? Yeah. Oh, it's totally fascinating. Oh my gosh. I don't have time in my life for that. I got, I got to watch Space Jam movies. You just watch documentaries drama. on conspiracy theories. Only once. And we're not going to go down that path. <laughs> That's another podcast entirely. Uh, but what we are going to talk about today. Pod fade. Is Pod Fade. Where's the crowd cheering? You know, why would you cheer for Pod Fade? Because it's finally happening. We're talking about this. Oh, I was going to say it's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Anyway. Um, so tell us. Yes. What is Pod Fade? Well, there's a great description here that actually, uh, Ashley, our, our awesome podcast coordinator, joining the team to, uh, to uh, do awesome uh, podcast prep. She actually came on and the description is when a podcast is said to experience pod fade, it usually indicates that the podcast creator has suddenly stopped becoming, uh, stopped coming up with new episodes without any prior notice. This may not be as an intentional into the series as you would expect. How many podcasts have you listened to? Seriously, Lauren. That all of a sudden you're like, the latest episode was like a year ago. And you're like, it ended like, I want more. Like I listened to that episode. I'm like, well, what happened? You know what happened? Pod fade. Pod (laughs) freaking fade. That's what happens. And it's not good. And so we're here today to talk to you about how to make sure that you don't get into a a pod fade situation. Yeah. So there's two different types of pod fade. There's one when the podcast podcast post all of a sudden just, just this is a lot, <laughs> a lot of, of peas <laughs> in this particular episode. So please excuse us. When podcast post consistency decreases. So it's just not the frequency, the regularity just kind of disappears and all of a sudden it will just kind of disappear out of your mind and out of your feed. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is just an unintentional stop in production. So, you know, we see this a lot with people getting really busy and they're like, oh, I'm just going to take a break from the podcast for a little bit. And then they never return. Yeah. Which is yeah. really sad. It is sad because it is super easy to, especially after getting into the excitement, the adrenaline, all that stuff, it kind of wears off. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's just so hard. It's so difficult to keep doing this, you right. know? And so that, that a lot of times really it negates everything that you just did. Like you put so much time and so much effort into it. You recorded, you got equipment, you did promotion around it, you put it out there. And because there was no plan in place to keep it going, it just kind of fades into the background. And that is super easy to do. And that's why when we talk with clients, Mm -hmm. we set them up ahead of time and we want to make sure like, hey, you have 10 episodes. That's usually 10 to 15 episodes people have in them, right? They're like super pumped, ready to go. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, we need 52 episodes. Right. Like, let's get through this year. Do you have 52 topics you want to talk about? Like, that's a lot. That's a lot. We're on episode 100 and something. Whenever this one comes out, once we hit 100, it was kind of like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was like, I kind of stopped keeping track. We're somewhere going to be between uh, 114 and 118, likely when this comes out. There we go. There we go. See, Jacob knows. Yes. Anyway. So it actually happens a lot more. It's not just like, oh, some of our favorite podcasts has happened once. We actually have this stat in 2019, roughly 27,000 podcasts stopped releasing new episodes with the eight episode being the dropping off point and 75% of podcasts from 2018 no longer are in production now. That is nuts. That is so crazy. That is so crazy. It is a crazy statistic. That should shock everyone out there. <laughs> 27,000 podcasts just dropped off in 2019. That's a lot. I mean, it is a lot. What's crazy is we we just hit a million podcasts that are actually in production. Mm-hmm. But uh, there is a stat out there and I cannot think of it off the top of my head. But essentially, it's like only a third of those or maybe a, a quarter of those are actually still going. So that's what that's what's crazy about it is even this. And if it keeps happening where they just fall off and fall off and fall off, that's definitely a problem. We're here to stop that. 
Right. So first, Liv, we really want to talk in a little bit of the cause of that because it's not just out of the blue. Yeah, yeah. So tell us a little bit, what is the the main cause of Podfade? Unrealistic expectations. I mean, honestly, it is right. crazy how, and I, I say this, I joke, but I mean, we do talk with people that are like, I want a million downloads. I want to be just like Joe Rogan. I want to have, you know, all these big, they see the, you know, one percent of people who are really successful in, in a medium and then expect that for themselves. I think it's very easy. I just right. started and everybody's gonna come listen to my podcast. It's that whole, you know, build it and they will come mentality and that's not real. And it is not a realistic expectation. And so a lot of that is obviously time, uh, the money that you have to invest in that as well. I mean, literally our company exists because we work with people who don't have time right. to be able to produce and and continue a podcast. And so we help them. Part of our we joke about it, but like part of our services are kind of more therapy or holding people accountable yeah. to keep recording. Because if you don't have that accountability partner there with you, you're not going to be able to actually keep up the recording process because it is hard. It is really hard. I think one of the second reasons is that not enough content and um, there's some amazing podcasts out there, but finding 52 ideas if you're a weekly podcast is really a lot more difficult than you think. Because like you mentioned earlier, and the statistic kind of said it on the eighth episode being like the dropping off point, you know, I've got 10 great ideas, but what do you do after the 10 are gone? Yeah. Yeah. And so for you really understanding that you've got to find that topic that you can really talk about quite often and you're passionate enough, because I think a lot of people find something they think they were passionate about. They're really not as passionate as they thought. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, to keep talking about it for a long time is, is really difficult. And especially with the guest situation, mm-hmm. uh, we talk about this, if somebody has, you know, kind of ends with maybe big name guests. Right. Being able to to spread those out and not actually have like your t- your first five episodes is like all the people that that are going to bring you know awareness to your podcast and then not have anybody after that right, right? you kind of want to break those up for every fifth episode so five ten fifteen be able to have somebody that's more of a household name in your industry so that way people kind of get back into the podcast and in between there feel that with with other people but most of the time it is that it's like I know ten people I know ten people right now that we right. could bring on the show that could talk about something but what does it look like after that. Absolutely. And so I think, you know, when we talked about time, we talked about money and not having enough ideas, but then there's also just the accountability and discipline part of podcasting. Um, it just takes a lot of discipline and time management um, just to be able to record, to edit, to produce. And then if you want your podcast to be found, you need to produce content for people to actually find your podcast. And that's, that's a huge job. And again, it's one of the reasons why we do exist just because we've seen this be a problem and we want to help be part of that solution. Yeah. So back 2014, when I first launched my my first podcast, there was a new and noteworthy section that you could really depend on. And you had eight weeks to get in that top new and noteworthy area for people to see the podcast, your podcast. And so you see, actually, back then you could see a spike and people could find you without really any other promotion. Right. As long as you had, obviously, a good title, good content, you had enough content out there, as well as like your your actual graphic was intriguing. But nowadays, there's not really that talk. It really depends on promotion hype right up front before the algorithm actually sees like, oh, this is something we need to pay attention to. And then it starts putting it in front of more people, but not out of the gate. So you don't get that. Don't get that free exposure anymore, which is, uh, which is sad. It's so kind sad. of sad. So we, <laughs> we love podcasters and want to support all you podcasters out yeah, there. Yeah. So Brian, tell us, how can you avoid pod fame like a pro? Oh my goodness. Well, here, what we've talked about before, learn how to dad. manage your time. <laughs> Do I look like a dad right now? No, just, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. This is a serious subject. Okay. Um, 
So uh, obviously, I think I, I hit on it before, but having the accountability there, right? Being able to manage your time well, batch recording. I don't know oh. if you're a, if you're a, you know a fan of the pod here, the Road Creators Pod. You've heard us before talk about batch recording. Yeah. It is very ideal. So today we're recording a couple episodes, right? Yeah. And so that helps us stay ahead of the game because guess what? Even when you batch record, those episodes run out and you need to make sure mm-hmm. that you're consistently recording. And so obviously having that outsourcing your your editing, holy moly, I can't tell you how often people just get excited about the editing process. They get into it, they get down to five, six, seven, ten 10 episodes and they're like, I got to sit down for another couple hours and edit my podcast now. Like outsource that, do the fun stuff. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy interviewing people, do that up front and then pay to have somebody else do it. Um, a production company, I don't know, go rogue maybe. If you guys want anything like that, we're obviously here to help. But even if you don't use us, try to find somebody. That should be the first thing that you do is to outsource your podcast so that way you can focus on what you enjoy. That helps from creating that pod fade. Right. And another is to really kind of analyze your content and decide, okay, what section am I going to really focus on? And so we're a marketing podcast and marketing is a really, really broad category. And so we could just cherry pick tons of topics all through marketing, but we would honestly miss most of our audience most of the time. But if we were to do just social media tools for graphic design, it's so specific. We could do that. Let's have another podcast. We totally could. Yes. But it'd be so specific. It would be hard, especially on a weekly podcast to come up with 52 ideas for that. And so you want to hit that sweet spot where it's like, what we usually do is come up with four pillars. And we're going to say on a month's rotation, we're going to hit each of those four pillars. We're going to find a topic within them. And it allows us to stay focused, but it also gives us a variety of things to talk about. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're not going too broad, like what you said, because you go too broad you're going to be talking about leadership and graphic design. And then we go into ad spend and then we go into whatever else. I mean, literally, we have struggled with this with our own podcast right. before we really kind of like, oh, we need to figure this out and like narrow this down. And so we only talk about specific things. We only bring guests on to talk about specific things. So that way you as a listener can understand what you're going to, you know what to expect every time you, you listen to our episode. Right. And that has actually helped with, with our downloads as well, because it makes it very clear what we're doing. So Right. And I think there's also the point of just knowing yourself, of understanding it. We have podcasts that are biweekly, that are monthly, that um, do seasons. Mm-hmm. And understanding like maybe I can only do it for a season and then I do need a break. I just know myself of the time of prep that I need. I'm going to do that. Or I can do this each week or I could do it biweekly. Those things, it's great to decide on what your show is going to do and then just stick at that and be really, really consistent. Our amazing podcast coordinator gave us a bonus tip. What? (laughs) What? Yes. Man, hold on. Do they have to pay for this? I mean, this we is might, free. this is a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you guys go over and support us on Patreon. We don't have a Patreon, by the way. But we talk about this all the time is listening to your audience. So if anyone reaches out to you, respond. Um, I feel like this is really obvious, but it happens a lot to where we want all these comments, but then we don't engage with that audience. And solid fans are what's going to actually keep your podcast going. And it's going to also give you the motivation because they're actual people. They're yeah. not just numbers. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something, I, even for our show. Like is this another bonus tip? This is another bonus tip I'm throwing <laughs> out there. No, it is. Uh, it's super encouraging. If you're a podcaster and you can, you understand this, that somebody actually says, hey, I listened to this episode. Man, when you guys talked about whatever it was, it really helped me. I'm going to tell you that that helps you keep going. And you talk about getting over pod fade. Like if you know somebody else is out there that's listening to your podcast, uh, that is something that is super encouraging. So those comments on social media, like don't take those for granted, like actually pay attention to that. And even just the fans of our show, like the people that reach out to us, we really do appreciate you. 
because that helps us say, oh, we're headed down the right path or, hey, we're, we're tracking, you know, with what you actually want to listen to. But that only helps us get over that pod fade as well. Yeah, absolutely. Because pod fade's a real thing. It's very real. Have we proven that in this episode? Absolutely. Man. And now we've given you the steps to overcome it. That is true. That is true. So if you guys want anything that we've talked about, if you want to know where to get my outfit or anything like that, we'll have that on the blog. We'll make sure that we have all the links and everything. Uh, no, we won't. But you can go over to rogecreators.club and, and anything we've talked about today will be there as well. In and the you show can, notes. In the show notes. <laughs> So make sure you guys do that. And you can also jump into our Facebook group, Rogue Creators. Absolutely. Uh, We have a lot of uh, really cool conversations happening over there and connecting people in general. So if you're looking to connect with other creators, other marketers who are doing cool things in this space, make sure you guys join that group. Right? Right. All right. And until next time, see you then. Thanks. Jacob, are you ready for rapid, rapid fire, fire, fire? Michael Jordan, go, go, go. Uh, yeah, I'm ready for rapid fire. <laughs> All right. Lauren, are you ready for rapid fire? Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is a trend from your childhood that you wish uh, had a comeback? Mm. A trend? Man, all the clothing trends are coming back and I don't like it. I don't like it either. Well, you oh. guys are bummers. <laughs> so I will say this. So there is one trend. It's the uh, 2D uh, style of games. That is somewhat coming back. I've always enjoyed that. I love watching my kids play Sega. We have played mm. like Street Fighter and we've like busted out all the old games and they're all 2D. Where it's like one screen to the other side. Like that has been so much fun to see. My, my kids enjoy that. I didn't take yours. I said it first. <laughs> I was going to say, like, in 64, kind of that style. Like, I liked, like, you know, like, well, that's not, no, I'm doing wrong. Like, yep. I was going to say Spyro, but that's PlayStation. Uh, <laughs> and that's not 2D at all. I No, I didn't say 2D. <laughs> Mine was specifically 2D. I want Space Jam to come back. Listen, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.